0: Yeah, I suppose you might start off, Sean. Just the title of the book, the obsession. Um.
1: Yeah, we we played around with a few names, and it was probably only in maybe three, four months into into the process with Damien that there was a trend forming, effectively. That uh, in, in general aspects of my life, not just football and in, in, in academics or in, in even family life, that uh, whenever I got whenever I got a challenge or whenever we talked about chase, um, it. it consumed my life and, effectively, football was probably where it permeated the most, whereby I, I was obsessed with with trying to win and trying to succeed and it, it just made the most sense. It, it it almost sounds harrowing at times, but uh, at the same time, it, it made sense to me because some of the things that I did, particularly in the latter stage of my career, I, when I become more desperate to try and win. It, w- it was just born out of pure obsession of trying to win and trying to get that 1%, that 2% that everyone talks about. But it it, it really was, uh, I was, I was in that bubble and nothing else really mattered but trying to... Try and, and, and with that, I sacrificed an awful lot. I sacrificed friends, family, social occasions. Uh, at times I wonder whether it was all worth it and suddenly whenever you step out of it, you think whether it was, but obsession was a word anyway.
0: Yeah, it's probably a team that runs through the book you know, you're, you're never satisfied. You're always kind of striving for the next thing. But like, when you look back now in your whole career, are you content with three All Ireland medals? Are you happy with that?
1: I don't think you're ever content. Uh, but it's 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 whenever you, you now realise that a decade has passed since since Drone won All Ireland, and and there's going to be a there potentially could be a, a whole. Um, generation of players that never wins in All-Ireland and you, and you look back and you think well there was maybe a hundred years before that that no one from throne won All-Ireland so I think I was spoiled at the early part of my career it it it, it 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 was the way it was we won All-Irelands and that's what we did and I was part of that really special group that had come from the the 98 minor team that, that had that had bonded through adversity at times but equally had some brilliant players and, and, and I, I was just ra- riding the crest of a wave so yeah, like at that early stage it was about winning team awards, winning individual awards and, and, and the time was good but that that flipped then, I almost had a, a first half and a second half because the second half of my career then I was chasing success and Gall started dominating in Ulster, Monaghan rose to prominence. And we had maybe dropped back a peg, and then the great Dublin team arrived. So I found myself trying to push myself harder and harder and harder. whilst in the early parts of the career, it just it just worked. Um, and then naturally, as you get older, you, you have injuries. You're, you're, you know, I was I was living on anti-inflammatories. You got to know your body, but you know the boundaries in which you push you, they, 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 they become extremist at times.
0: Yeah. Um. The, the one story that kind of jumps out, I suppose everyone ask, is asking about the, the Mayo defeat in two thousand and sixteen, yeah. and like I guess, is it just part of your makeup that the defeats probably hurt that bit more than you enjoyed the victories? Completely,
1: and uh, I, I spoke about in the book the, the fact that after All Ireland wins, they were short-lived. I remember Land in the City West in, in two thousand and eight, and that was probably the pinnacle of my career, that All Ireland final, and and Land there at two o'clock in the morning, thinking to himself. Why didn't I go for goal? I was coming in one time off the Cusick stand side and I had a great opportunity to cut in and, and ping, a, ping a shot at goal but I decided to fist it over the bar which I did an awful lot of times during my career but I had, I had just one man in the match and all Ireland fine scored five points and yet I'm laying there thinking of that and I'm thinking is this, is this rational and that that's what it was. My behaviour at the time wasn't rational and I, I took it to whilst I was able to Share the defeats or, or share the victories with my teammates and say yeah it 's a team game we all win together whenever we lost I, it, I, I put that on me and I, I took that very personally and and none more so probably in that that Mayo game where I blamed myself as captain. I blamed myself that I got sent off I got caught up in, a, in probably a personal battle with, with Lee keegan which, which he won and i I ended up um, being off the pitch for the last twenty minutes and and the fact that we lost by a point and no disrespect to Tipperary, but we were playing Tipperary in the semi-final. If we had a one, which probably would have led to a final. And In my mind, in the perfect world, that was the way in which I was going to sail off into the sunset in an All-Ireland final against the Dubs. Whatever way we did, I was happy to go, but it, 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 because it didn't work out, uh, it hit me hard and I went into almost a, a state of shock and, and a numbness. And, Walking decided to be the the way in which I thought I could clear my head, and it turned out then a number of hours later I was picked up at man and told I, I had no idea of, of time or, or or anything. So I, I was I was I was, in, I was still in control and I would never do anything to to hurt me or anyone else. Um, it was it was my way of trying to get away from everything, but. Equally, then I would say that, and and, and as a county footballer, I, I had to be very resilient. And, and within maybe 12-15 hours of, of that, I was probably back in the gym and trying to work myself even harder. And yet again, that's the obsession. It, it it it's not rational behaviour, but it in your mind when you're in that bubble that everyone refers to, it made complete complete sense to me. And it's only now you're sitting back and you do a book on, you think, I would love to. Share those memories with someone who, if there's a young lad coming through who's going to have these similar feelings and thoughts mm-hmm. and emotions, I would love for him to be able to maybe deal with it better than I did.
0: Yeah, I think you were saying the taxi man you met him at the book launch earlier this week. Was his version of events the same or what did he Yeah,
1: completely, completely the same. Yeah. So, um, I, and, and that, that was, I, I thought I, I might meet him at some stage, but uh, I wasn't sure. And, and he arrived at the book launch and he said, "I'm the taxi man," and I thought. <laughs> you're the taxi man, you're the man, and, and fair play to him, he, he was amazingly discreet, it probably would have been easy for him in the past few years to to, to tell that story out, um, and he hadn't, he hadn't told, told anyone, he only lived a few miles in the road in Dungannon and yeah that night he, he said to me that on, at the book launch, he says ah, you weren't going to get in the car that night and I says no I wasn't because remember he pulled up alongside me, me in a pair of shorts yeah. at whatever it was, half on the morning nod and, and and he said to me, I'll jump in the car. And he's like, No, 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 I'm only out for a walk here. I'm grand. Thanks, thanks a million anyway. And he, he insisted, which I'm glad he did, in all fairness. Um, and yeah, that, got, that, that was. Uh, I, I, that was probably the the low point yeah. of, of my career that night.
0: Um, it's interesting you kinda, you go from one extreme. But when you started out playing with Tyrone, you know you probably weren't as obsessed. Things like your diet and stuff. Like the one thing I found, you know, hilarious was you used to put W K D into your
1: protein shakes. Yeah, in your yeah, it made a complete sense. As an 18 <laughs> year old who was just off the back of winning all Ireland minor. Oh yeah, look, uh, as a I remember ballooning up to about sixteen stone as a fresher in Georgetown in Belfast and remember a moment where I was trying to, trying to run after a few average club players and we are around the Mary, Mary Peters track up and in, up in around Antrim, or just outside Belfast, and Damian Barton, the exterior manager, came up to me and said, Sean, whatever you're eating, could you please half? And whatever you're training, could you please double? Because I just need to flip the flip the scales and, and get back on, on, on in the groove. But yeah, no, a few of those Roma players back then would have given me a bit of grief. and. Um, Karl MacKinnon would have been one of those guys. He would have always give me a bit of a, a bit of a niggle. I mean, someone who lived his life so perfectly and, and treated his dad so religiously. Uh, Mars bars and and, and che- potato cheese and onion sandwiches weren't really part of the yeah. part of the dad. But no, I did. I, I I I probably I probably saw it all. I saw the the pre-social media zone where there was plenty of crack in a team. You, you went out every single match. You went out after yeah. for a night out and. Um, you know, boys did things and, and got away with things and got away with a bit of crack, but obviously now we're living in a social media world where anything you do is, is well documented and, 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 and stuck on, you're living under a microscope. So, yeah, know, I had some really good years at the start of, the start of my career and uh WKD was, 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 was very welcome <laughs> as a fresher.
0: Yeah. Um, just on like one thing you kinda mentioned as well was you used to struggle sleeping the night before games and stuff yeah, and, like yeah. people from the outside looking in would probably think why why would he you know, like he's a great player, why would he, you know, struggle to sleep? But did you ever kinda come come to the bottom of that why you actually were struggling with no, that? Ah no, yeah.
1: Yeah, most of my career. It, it was just one of those things, even as a minor, I remember remember it happening to me. But and, and yet again I'm I'm sure there's I'm sure there's loads of club players, county players out there that are that are similar to me and I, I'm, I'm sure I'll get to meet some of them probably in the in, 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 in coming months because I've already had text messages flipped to me in the last few days of people saying that's exactly how I feel. Because I, I, at, at times through my career, I, I, I felt as if I was the only one on the planet that felt like this, that couldn't sleep before games, that took took defeats harrowingly. And it was only then, probably a, a couple of years ago, I met AP McCoy and, and I was chatting him up in Armagh City Hotel. And, he started to say something very similar to, to, to me and then I watched his, his documentary that being AP and it was brilliant to watch And but an awful lot of the feelings and emotions that I had I could I could relate to to his and, and he was something similar where he, he was happy to sacrifice at times family, at times friends at, and at times his own body and probably his, his own physical health to try and achieve something. And, that's 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 what I felt throughout my career. If I felt that need to try and push myself harder and harder and harder. Yeah.
0: and basketball has obviously been a big influence on you, especially in your younger days. Is that where you kind of honed that the famous shimmy?
1: Oh yeah, completely. He used to play as a, as a as a as a forward on the on the right hand side of the the, the attack and uh yeah i always used to pretend i was going left and, and and shimmy in to the left and then go and take a bounce on the right and go for the layup so uh, yeah the, the throwing tires have approached me recently about, about trying to get back in with them and play a bit now i'm a bit older and the county stuff has, has finished up so I, I might get to do that but yeah i have an awful lot to do for basketball and you know what the, the rules in basketball and everything to do with basketball it's probably a more uh, defined environment, uh, and, I, and I love that. And at times, I love pushing the rules within the GA. But at the same time, I, I, I owe an awful lot of discipline, of timing, of of ball ball skills, everything I do to basketball. And it's interesting, you, you know. I, I look from afar at, at likes of Aidan O'Shea and and Kieran playing a lot of basketball. Liam McKeel might have been in through the nineties. And uh, there's, there's definitely an awful lot of skills you can transfer from that game to get at football and yeah, I owe a lot.
0: Yeah. Football has obviously changed so much even since you started playing. Like what if you were a youngster now coming up, what position do you think you play? Would you play any you know a
1: different one? Okay, look, it's it's it's, it's tricky now, probably in, in, in recent years as an inside forward and, and, and I found that at times last year and in Tyrone, what we've gone the last four or five years is is, is to a, a very running-based game, and and you would wonder whether a Peter Canavan would have survived. You'd wonder whether even a Bernard Brogan would have survived in a in a in a, in a, in a mass defence. Now um, so it is so it's a different game. I I think it is changing slightly. You can you can you're starting to see green shoots of recovery. I think this year where where teams are looking to keep more men up the field, and maybe an inside ball winner is, is going to come become important again. And, that's 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 what I hope for the game. I hope I would love my own son to come into a game that, that that attacking is important and it's not all about uh, running the ball through the hands. Um, so look, that's a, maybe a traditionalist um, uh, view, but at the same time, uh, I, th- I think I think our, our game probably does need a few rule changes just to try and, and and bring the important aspects back to back to yeah. play.
0: Is there anything in particular you would do to to improve the game? Well,
1: in uh, the uh, I like the idea of a second referee with some of the stuff in rugby, goal goes on off the off the ball, it can frustrate particularly some of our top players and skillful players. And um, with international rules, we always had a second referee, and you knew the eyes were on you, so you, you know you couldn't overstep the mark, and that, that effectively gives gives good players the advantage. Then, um, and I always I always like the idea of a backcourt rule in, in, in basketball. Once you go past it. The, the halfway line you can't go back and you're looking at you know the games nowadays and, and even a club football this year i I would be doing it I would be looking back and it's easy to keep kicking the ball back and kicking the ball back but no one wants to go and see that and, and you're looking at the attendances of a game and you're thinking no one wants to see players play the ball back and, and not, not go towards goal. It's become a much more of a almost like a soccer-driven mentality where possession is is more important than the cut and thrust of attacking. So look, I, I hope the guys can get it right in, in, in Croke Park that will will move the game so that it's 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 going to be a bit more about attacking and, and technical finishing and entertainment.